This is Main Street on Prairie Public. I'm Ashley Thornburg, and joining me now from our Bismarck studio is root seller Sue. Sue Balcom joins us once a week for Main Street Eats. Thank you, Sue. Thanks, Ashley. It's become the highlight of my week to talk Aww. with you. I really enjoy you. this. Oh, well, I'm so pleased to hear that. We always love our conversations with you as well. And I'm guessing you've been cooking up a storm, what with Christmas right around the corner here. But do you ever run into the situation where you don't feel like cooking? You've cooked, you know, 18 pies, four loaves of bread, uh, you know, four uh, hot dishes, a main dish, and then one, there's just no room in the fridge for anything else. And two, you are just out of energy and all you can do is like have a I a day off? Have, yeah, like a bag of chips. <laughs> you know, right, nachos. Oh good, it's oh, nacho nachos. night tonight or popcorn yeah, night tonight. But you know what's really weird is like I can't believe that that this reminded me of this, but my mom, after a while, used to complain that she couldn't fi- she couldn't think of anything to cook. And I'm like, you can't be serious. That will never happen to me. <laughs> well, guess what? <laughs> after a while, you, you're like, you I eating those what? words now? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, for dinner, yes, yep. we're gonna eat my word for dinner tonight, honey. <laughs> Shoot. Yes. So. You know, I love to – and people are like, you're working all the time. You're making all this stuff. You know, don't you ever sleep? What they don't know is that I love watching television cooking shows. Oh. Um, and so I uh, one day couldn't get on Netflix. I got kicked off of Netflix for some reason. And so we have um, some free channels, uh, Roku channel or something oh, sure, like that. Sure. And I found Martha Stewart's cooking lessons. And I thought, oh, you know, I've been watching Martha Stewart's career since the 80s, and I always wanted to be her, but I but I would definitely have to have a crew to clean up after me for sure. But I sat down and I watched this thing about eggs, and we had talked about – we had mentioned eggs earlier this year in some way, shape, or form. And I thought, you know, we have never really talked about the beauty of going to the farmer's market and buying fresh organically raised eggs, which Martha would never use anything but um, her own eggs, I think. And she loves eggs. So she talked about the best way to cook the different ways we cook eggs. And I could not believe how much I learned from watching this little, you know, 20-minute segment. So I thought I would share that with you today, some tips and hints for cooking eggs, because they're a good protein. Mm. There's no longer scientific evidence that you're going to die if you eat eggs. And so they've incredible edible egg. Do you remember those commercials? I do, yes. Um, is something that you can do when you come home from work and you do not feel like cooking and make yourself a really nice egg meal. So first of all, we eat about 45 billion eggs a year in this country. Yeah, no kidding. And I happen to have been very, um, uh, what would you call it, observant. And when Martha cracked her eggs that she was demonstrating with, I could tell by looking at them that they actually were um, from her chickens. There's, there were telltale signs there. Um, first of all, um, she talked about soft and hard-boiling eggs. And, you know, I love deviled eggs, and that is something that you can make for a side at Christmas time, 
Uh, my kids love deviled eggs. And then I just like kind of having them in the refrigerator for a protein pick-me-up since I'm focusing a little more on more protein in my diet and a little less sugar, although we don't know how that's working. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's hard at Christmas time yeah, not to yeah, eat yeah, cookies. Yeah. Um, so what you want to do if you're going to hard boil an egg and you don't – have you ever had them turn green around the yolk? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. It makes your deviled eggs look terrible. Yeah. So what you, there's an easy way to prevent that. But first of all, um, a lot of times when I bake, I'll actually take eggs out of the refrigerator and leave them on the counter overnight because room temperature eggs react better to almost everything that you do, whether you're baking or cooking. So you want to use room temperature eggs, and if you have the time, leave them set out for about an hour before you cook them. So then you take your eggs and put them in a saucepan with cold water, but don't you don't want to crowd them. You just want them in there um, and then bring the water to a boil. And then once it's boiling, you quickly turn off the heat, cover the pan and uh, put the timer on. So for a hard boiled egg, you want to put the timer on for about 13 minutes. Now, if you're really anal about this, you'll rotate that pan around so those eggs will roll every once in a while to center mm. their yolk. <laughs> oh, wow. I know, right? <laughs> like, wow. Uh, that's getting a little crazy that's... there. Um, <laughs> but it's boiling. It's the boiling. I never knew what caused that green in your yolk. But the iron sulfur combined with heat Hmm. makes that happen. So okay. you want to definitely not boil your eggs when you're hard boiling them. Um, and Martha likes them really runny. She like really mm-hmm. likes soft boiled eggs. I don't quite like them that runny. Um, so you leave those soft boiled eggs in at 212 degrees for about mm, three to four minutes. Six if you want that yolk to be firm. Mm, okay. Um, but four minutes is probably good. And then, oh, gosh, saw the coolest thing ever. She um, showed different ways to serve a soft-boiled egg, and one of them was in a egg cup. In an egg cup. Right. I now you, you want to say that. You want to – I don't have egg I've cups. Never Do you have seen egg cups? I, well, I actually did used to have egg cups because I thought I was going to be all fancy. And, and it did work. Never, <laughs> never used them. Uh, so, and basically have never seen them outside of a – TV show like Downton Abbey or something, you know, like nobody eats like this. (laughs) So she, you put them in the pointy side down because the um, fat end of the egg is usually where the air bubble ends up. There's air inside of an egg. That may have been my problem. And then it's easier to get into it. So you bust that with the spoon. But she had brioche toast cut into um, little finger length square pieces like... um, well, what would they look like? I don't know what they look like, but she called them toast soldiers. And I thought, oh, my gosh, i got to make me some toast soldiers <laughs> and eat them with a soft-boiled egg. <laughs> I have daydreams about food. <laughs> of egg soldiers. Another Martha, in- she's so magical. I will say this, though. Uh, I just put mine in the Instant Pot. And you oh, just, I don't have an Instapot. A little um, razor or whatever you want to call it so that they're not sitting directly on the bottom. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, and then there's like a cup of water at the bottom and it's two or three minutes on pressure cooking for a soft boiled and something like four to five for hard boiled. That's you just crazy. 
don't have to do anything. Well, if you don't <laughs> I'm not have saying you one shouldn't of those. interact with your food, <laughs> but this is real nice for when you want it to turn out perfectly. That's amazing. How many eggs can you do at a time? Oh, I mean, you could easily do a dozen could if you, you needed to. You could fit to. them in there. Yeah, oh, I mean, geez. if you've got a big enough one. I don't yeah. have an Instapot. I do have a pressure cooker, and I have a pressure canner. I wonder if that would work the same in a pressure cooker. That'd take too long. This would be a lot easier. But yeah, you know this, what? This is definitely easy and fast. She doesn't even eat them with silver spoons. <laughs> no. Just Yes, she uses a steel spoon or a bone spoon when she's eating because the silver will make them taste like that sulfur is oxidizing Wait, in there. what? I know. Can you believe that? Wait, like, she what? loves eggs. I'm telling you, this was a love story. <laughs> wow. I can't believe I am today years old before knowing this information. I know. Isn't it crazy? And I'm even today plus a few older <laughs> than you. <laughs> um, another way to serve them if you don't have egg cups is just simply put them in a stinking bowl and eat them with your bone spoon. <laughs> well, there's that. But yes. don't you love dipping toast in an egg I do. Yolk? I do. Oh, my I gosh. Do. Yeah. I, l- I love things. poached eggs for that reason, oh, too. Like me the, I too. want runny eggs. and Definitely. Yeah. Um, so one thing then about the um, – if you're making them hard-boiled for potato salad or whatever, um, the older egg definitely does peel better. But if you ever put eggs in a pot of water and they start floating to the surface, get rid of them. Um, the older an egg gets, the larger that air sac becomes. And so they start um, – the egg shrinks as it ages. And that means that they're probably not going to keep you healthy if you eat them. So don't eat floating eggs, okay? That's yes. really bad for you. Okay. Um, but once they're hard-boiled, they stay five days in the refrigerator or ten days, depending upon whether you're my husband. Do you store them, Sue, with the peels on? Yes, I do. Okay. I do not peel them till I actually use them. Um, and I'm so happy now that I don't have green yolks anymore. <laughs> and then, of and course. they taste different with the right kind of spoon. And the right kind of spoon. Oh, my God. And oh, salt and pepper. Man. man, did she salt. She salts her eggs three times when she's cooking them. I kid you not. Um, it, it was pretty pretty interesting little video I watched. So, you know, I don't know. Did you eat a lot of um, scrambled eggs when you were a kid? My kids oh, yeah, for grew sure. up on scrambled eggs. Um, so her tips for good scrambled eggs are um, three. You should eat three eggs at a time um, because good eggs need nothing else but egg. And then <laughs> low heat and butter, never anything but butter and maybe a little olive oil. So she doesn't add milk or water to the... Nope. To, oh, nope, is, nope, is that nope. just a thinning it out um, I uh, think that technique? that is... Um, <laughs> I think the water thins it out, but the milk makes them too heavy to be light and fluffy. I have this argument with JC all the time. You never put milk in an omelet egg. Um, It just weighs it down a little bit. I had no idea. You know? This Um, is another I am today years old. I know, right? I did not know this information. I couldn't believe all this stuff myself, and it's so simple. And we've made these hundreds of times. Right. So. No eggs. The right no temp- milk, I mean. No milk in <laughs> you your eggs. You do want eggs. Um, and when you're making scrambled eggs, um, there's, you know, you can whisk them together, but you don't want to whisk too much air into them because, you you know, they don't need to be so light and fluffy for just plain old scrambled eggs. But they might need some cheese on the top, you know, if you're... Well, that's a thing. I like yeah. that. Sure, sure. But um, once your butter splatters when you 
flick some water into it. That's the perfect temperature. And then um, you don't want them to get too brown or too hard. Once again, I really like my eggs, my yolks soft, but I like my whites cooked. Um, so then she just kind of like, you know, you can turn them over, over easy, um, you know, however you want to cook them. I baste them sometimes, you know, you put a, drop some water in there and put a cover on and they'll baste on the top and get nice and soft and still stay kind of not brown on the bottom. But then again, there's the people of the school that like bacon grease under their fried eggs. Mm -hmm. And then you get that kind of lacy fried um, area around the outside of your eggs. So, you know, Martha doesn't know everything, right? Like. (laughs) It's just, but it's nice to use, it's nice to use nonstick pans. You could actually flip it over without a spatula and if you're really good at, you know, doing that. Oh, the whole like toss it up in the air. Toss it in the air and turn it over. that's just asking. Um, And then, of course, if you're serving guests and you want to be really fancy, you can use um, rings. And I know they probably make special rings, but large cookie cutter rings will work too. Um, pastry rings, I guess is what you'd call them. And now she, I love attention to detail, but this was hilarious. So she was making fried eggs, right? So you got the butter in the pan, you got the rings in the pan, the water sizzling in the pans. She separates the egg yolk from the egg white, and she cooks the egg white first until they set. And then she adds the yolk on the top directly in the center Hmm. So that um, it kind of cooks evenly, you know, so it kind of looks like a big round eye. (laughs) And and I thought, well, I I don't mind an off-centered egg yolk, but, you know, I wonder if my husband Well, from now on, I will (laughs) never – I'm going to – be one of those people at a restaurant. I'm going to send it back. If it's not if it's the off center. a center and they give me the wrong kind of spoon and I take. <laughs> so have you ever had I a toad so in the toy. hole? I Yes. I love yes. those. So that's another way to fry an egg is you actually um, take a slice of bread and you cut a hole in the bread and that's where you drop your egg in when you mm-hmm. cook it. And so you've kind of got I your, love this meal. To, oh, I, me too. And I, little you, maple syrup on top and You salt know, and pepper. I do, oh. I do um, like a unflavored Greek yogurt and mayo and then just a little bit of a hot sauce and sauerkraut and microgreens. Sauerkraut? Mm-hmm. Now that's interesting. Kind of I love sauerkraut and eggs. That I've never tried that. And you know what? I have sauerkraut and eggs what? at my house at all times. Okay, well. Actually I'm thinking about I'm making just gonna go ahead crock. and say you're welcome. Oh okay. <laughs> I can't wait to try it. Okay. Um do you Report like back. do you just like uh scramble those eggs over the top of that mixture there or do you serve that no, over it's the top the, of the fried no, egg? Yeah. Well the toad in the hole. It's like you have the bread and then you cook the egg, you oh, flip the bread and, you, and then on top of that that's I where put, you put your mayonnaise, yeah. chili and sauerkraut. Yeah. Very interesting. Mm-hmm. Microgreens, too. Very nice mm-hmm. on the top. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to talk a little more about sauerkraut in the beginning of the new year, I think. Okay, then. Biggest revelation ever. Okay. I love frittata. Mm, okay. You know, that is something that when you come home from work and you got a refrigerator full of leftover whatevers, vegetables, meats, cheeses, you can make a frittata, and it's and it's like a really— And it's just so fun to say. Oh, my How gosh. How is it different yeah. from a quiche? 
Quiches have crusts. Okay. Okay. So oh, well, that um, was easy. So okay. she, yep. So she made an onion, potato, and goat cheese frittata. And what she did was, you know, she browned her onions in some olive oil to render out the moisture. And then she put uh, those to the side and she browned some finger lean potatoes. Um, and she, I don't think she peeled them because I don't believe that you have to peel potatoes if you grow them yourself. Um, but you could use like, um, any kind of pre-cooked broccolis, cauliflowers, asparagus is really good. Um, whatever you have in your refrigerator, leftover ham, whatever you want to mm. put together in a frittata. It's, it is a great clean out the fridge. Definitely. So you warm all those yeah. up, saute them in some butter and olive oil. And then she made one big enough for six people. So she used a dozen eggs with a little cream and a little um, whisk. She wanted to um, break the yolks but not incorporate too much air, again, into the um, 12 eggs that she was beating. Um, And so then she's um, got this, takes all the vegetables out of the pan, and then she salt and peppers the eggs and whisks them one last time and puts them over low heat. And then she adds the... um, she pours out, she puts the vegetables in there, and then you use like a rubber scraper from the edges, you kind of draw inward. So you're putting the cooked eggs back into the middle of the pan, and the runny eggs will run to the outside of the pan. I've never paid this much attention to technique for eggs. Oh, this works so good. I do this for my omelets also. And the best part about her making a frittata, I've never done this before, was after the eggs are kind of set, almost done. You know, they will continue to cook even after you put them on uh, your warm plate, which she warms all her plates when she serves eggs. Oh, mm-hmm. So preheat your broiler while you're working on the vegetables, right? So you got a hot preheated broiler and a pan that you're using that you can use under the broiler. So once those eggs were set, she put um, goat cheese, like mm-hmm. one piece where every six or, yeah, she'd cut it into six slices. So she put a piece of goat cheese in six places on there, put Parmesan cheese over the top. And then you put it under a preheated broiler for about a minute and a half, and the eggs will puff like a souffle. Hmm. And it was so gorgeous. And I tried it, and it works. And then you slide that thing off into a plate. Cut it into wedges, serve it with some fresh herbs or maybe a salad, and you have an actually really good, easy, quick meal when you come home from work. I mean, it's fabulous. That does sound great. And don't forget to buy your eggs at a farmer's market. I mean, that's like really, really <laughs> They do important. taste different, yeah. <laughs> uh, and then just a couple minutes left here. How about an omelet? So three eggs for an omelet. You always cook your um, omelets in a seven-inch pan with three eggs. If you were cooking a larger omelet, which I can't believe that you wouldn't want to do individual omelets, um, use what you have for fillings, uh, fresh organic eggs, um, and then you can fluff those babies up as much as you want. But she suggested using a clarified butter for an omelet. Mm. Um, And what that is, is um, if you heat unsalted butter, you will notice it separates into an oily looking thing. And then uh, the milk solids, which are white little flecks, will come to the top. And the reason you do that is because the um, clarified butter will not burn as quickly without those milk solids in there. 
So you should always have that or bacon grease if you're not a vegetarian. <laughs> oh, let's see, vegan. No, be vegetarian. So um, you want to heat that up. You um, do the same thing when you pour your eggs in there is you bring the scraper in from the outside in and let that completely set up. You don't want any runny parts. Um, and then you can sprinkle your herbs and cheese or whatever you want over the eggs. And then here's the big thing I learned there. The French roll their omelets. The Americans fold their omelets. So if you're American, you just fold that omelet in half, slide it in a plate. If you're French, you fold one-third of it up, take it to your plate, and fold it other part over the top as you're sliding it onto that nice warm plate. Then more salt and pepper because she really likes salt and pepper. <laughs> and then enjoy your eggs, your organic, beautiful, healthy, good-for-you eggs. <laughs> Sue Beckham on eggs. <laughs> via Martha Stewart. And yes. just real quick, what was the name of that video again? Um, it's Martha Stewart's cooking show on oh. Roku, Roku, okay. R-O-K-U. And she's got a whole thing on just eggs. Yes, and oh, then okay. she moves on to other things, roasting and braising, and um, God only knows what information I can come back with in the new year. <laughs> we check in with Sue Balcom once a week. Thank you, Sue. Thanks, Ashley. My pleasure.